0: Welcome back everyone. In a recent comment on my channel, Tommy ron 251 mentioned a simple 80-20 portfolio of SCHD and QQQ, and over the past weekend I spent some time looking at how such a portfolio would have performed historically. The results were very favorable. Not only would this combination of SCHD and QQQ outperform the S&P 500 since 2012, it would also generate a dividend stream nearly twice as high as the S&P. But what already happened is in the past, and I think most people are more interested in what lies ahead. I know I certainly am. So I created a simple portfolio calculator that can simulate the hypothetical results of investing in these two funds to help me and you determine if such a portfolio may be suitable for us. There's a link in the description below where you can download a free copy of this tool so that you can test out your own unique situation. Today I'm going to explain how this calculator works and run through a few hypothetical scenarios to see what type of outcome we get. The calculator sits in a Google spreadsheet so that it can be easily accessible to anyone. All you need to do is create a copy of it and save it in your own Google Drive. The top section here in rows 1 through 12 are the input and output sections. The only values you should be changing in this calculator are the cells that are highlighted in yellow. These are your current age, the age you plan on retiring, the starting value of your portfolio, and the annual contribution you plan on making. The two other parameters you can change are the allocation split between SCHD and QQQ. The default option is an 80-20 split with 80% allocated to SCHD and 20% to QQQ. Changing the allocation split will change the expected rate of return and the dividend yield of this portfolio. Please keep in mind that the combined allocation for these two funds should equal 100%, otherwise you're not going to see meaningful results. Also, this is just a forecasting calculator, and the results it spits out have a linear growth pattern. Actual future returns for these two funds will not look so pretty, because we all know the market likes to swing up and down. Ok, once you type in all of the parameter data and set the allocation, all of your data points feed into rows 14 through 104. These cells all have conditional formulas that will analyze a hypothetical portfolio that will start at your current age and run all the way up to age 90. It doesn't matter what your age is now and when you plan on retiring, the calculator will work even if you start at age 0. The most important part of any forecasting tool are the assumptions you make, so I want to explain what these values are and how I derived at them. In this tool, this would be the dividend yield and the expected rate of return. The dividend yield is simple. I looked up the yield for SCHD and QQQ at the time I created this tool. The yield for SCHD was 3.53% and 0.57% for QQQ. These values are hard-coded into cell F5, and if you'd like, you can update them to more current values by adjusting the formula. The expected rate of return values are a bit more challenging. Nobody knows what will happen in the future and what type of return a specific investment will generate both in the short term and over a long period of time. In cell F4, I hardcoded my expected rate of return for SCHD of 9.25% and 13.83% for QQQ. Now let me explain where I got these values from. I wanted to use actual historical performance for each fund, but I wanted to normalize these historical returns based on how the stock market performed during the same period of time in relation to how it performed during a much longer period of time. That may sound a little confusing, so let me explain. Between 2012 and June of 2023, SCHD has a 12.68% time-weighted rate of return. QQQ, during the same period of time, has an 18.96% rate of return. The reason I can only look back to 2012 is that the SCHD fund was launched in November of 2011, and there is no prior history for me to access. QQQ has been around longer, but to keep my analysis consistent, I trimmed its return to the same starting period as SCHD. To normalize both these returns, I wanted to look at the actual return of an index that has been around for far longer than the past 11 and a half years. I picked the S&P 500, which is a good benchmark to measure the return of the US stock market. The S&P 500 has been around since the late 1800s. There have been material changes to the composition of the index during the last 120 plus years, but I think it's still a pretty good proxy for what investors can expect to achieve from US equities over a long period of time. SPY, the popular S&P 500 ETF has a time-weighted rate of return of 13.71% between 2012 and June of 2023. I know the long-term rate of return for the S&P 500 is closer to 10%, so we can deduce that between 2012 and June of 2023, the index has been running about 37% hotter than normal. So to normalize the forward-expected rate of return for SCHD and QQQ, I simply took the actual historical returns since 2012 and lowered them by the equivalent 37.1%. And that is how I arrived at 9.25% for SCHD and 13.83% for QQQ. Is this the best way to estimate the future return for these two funds? Probably not, but it was quick, simple, and based on a logical assumption. I think that both these expected rates of return are pretty conservative, especially if you are going to forecast them out for a very long period of time. If you disagree with these assumptions, by all means go ahead and update cell F4 with your own values. Okay, let's now run through an example so I can explain the output data. Let's say I am 40 years old today, and I plan on retiring at the regular full retirement age of 67. The calculator assumes that I will still make a full contribution in the year I plan to retire, and that I will start tapping into the dividend stream the following year. I don't have any assets today, so I will start with the $0 value, and I can contribute $100 per week into this portfolio. $100 times 52 weeks is $5,200 of contributions per year. I'll stick with the original 80-20 allocation to SCHD and QQQ. The table below automatically updates as you change any of the parameters with the output values changing as well. In the table on the top right, we have the retirement values, probably the most useful data here. The first value is the market value of this portfolio at retirement, which in this example is about $791,000. This is the ending balance of the portfolio at age 67, since that is the year I intend to retire. The next value is the market value of this portfolio at age 90, assuming I only use the dividend income this portfolio generates and do not touch the principal. In this example, the ending market value is just shy of $4 million. That's actually quite nice, given that I would literally do nothing except spend the dividend income this portfolio generates, and let the market gains accumulate for 23 years. The next two values are probably the most important for dividend investors, and these show how much dividend income I could expect to receive. The first value is the starting annual dividend during the first year of retirement, which in this example is age 68, the year after my planned retirement. And here we have a value just shy of $25,000. I think that's a decent chunk of cash to receive, provided that I was only contributing $100 per week and I started a little later in life. $25,000 may not be enough to fund your whole retirement, but it can be a good level of supplemental income to give you some financial flexibility. The next value in the table are the total amount of dividends I could expect to receive during retirement, which in this example is between the age of 68 and 90, or 23 years, and I could expect to receive about $1.37 million of dividend income, that's a good chunk of change. If you want to see the annual estimated dividend income for each year, you can scroll down to the data on the table below, and you'll see that the dividend income continues to grow year after year. The bottom left table in the output section provides some context on total contributions made into the portfolio. The first value is the total amount you would contribute. It does not include the starting value. The next value is a comparison of the portfolio value of retirement to the total contributions. In this example, the market value of the portfolio of retirement was roughly $791,000 which is about 5.4 times the amount we would have contributed. And the last value is the multiple of the portfolio value at age 90. And here we would see our contributions multiply about 27 times. Not bad at all. The last table on the bottom right has similar data, except here it's the dividend income compared to the contributions. The first value compares the annual dividend income at retirement to the total contributions. And here we would expect to receive about 17% of our total contributions in the form of passive dividends in the first year of retirement. The total dividend income during retirement would be equivalent to about 9.4 times the amount we contributed into this portfolio. And comparing all dividends this portfolio would generate, we have a 10.84 multiple on total contributions. These are both retirement dividends and dividends received during the accumulation phase of your investment journey. As you can see the bulk of the dividend income is paid during retirement, as dividend income typically becomes larger later in the journey, and ideally continues to grow from year-to-year. The retirement values are the most important data points here. But the multiples can give you a sense of the effect that compounding can have over a longer time frame. The interesting thing you can do with this calculator is to play around with the assumptions and see which changes have material impacts on the final outcome. For example, let's say that the hypothetical person in this example decided to suck it up and save an additional $25 per week for a total weekly contribution of $125 and not the original 100 How would this change the final outcome? Now, instead of contributing $5,200 per year, he would be contributing $6,500 per year. Not a major increase, but the value of the portfolio retirement would now be about $200,000 higher, a pretty substantial increase. The market value at age 90 would also increase by nearly $1,000,000, and both the starting annual dividend and total retirement dividend income would increase sizably as well. I think this calculator is pretty cool, as it can give you an idea of what you can achieve with a simple investment strategy, and how small changes can have a major impact on the final results. You can also play around with changing the allocation between SCHD and QQQ to see how that changes the final outcome. If you're younger, you may benefit from more exposure to QQQ than SCHD that will give you a higher overall return with slightly less dividend income. The calculator assumes that you stick to the chosen allocation. This may be easy to do while you're still contributing to your portfolio, but once you're in retirement, it would require periodic rebalancing. This could create adverse tax consequences that are not shown here, but are something you should think about. Once your portfolio starts to become large, taxes can be a major factor. The example I went through today could easily be put together in a Roth IRA, provided that you qualified based on your income, in which case the results would be all tax-free. I hope you enjoy the tool. All I ask in return is that you give this podcast a 5-star rating. If you have any questions, please reach out to me using the contact information in the description below. Thank you for listening and see you next time.